Welcome to Vacation Buzz with Mike Miller and Freedom to Roam Travel. Welcome to Episode 5 of Vacation Buzz. My name is Mike Miller and I am with Freedom to Roam Travel. Um, Be sure to check me out on Facebook Instagram, Twitter, as well as on my YouTube channel. Make sure you just search Freedom to Roam Travel. Check those out and uh, make sure you follow me. Today's conversation is going to be about uh, choosing your stateroom. So your choice of stateroom can be kind of an important decision. You know, what type of cabin do you get? Where on the ship do you want to be? My goal today is to help you, you know, help guide you through those questions and provide you some advice. Now, I can't get extremely in-depth with this because if I cover all the cruise lines and all the ships, it would uh, it would take a few days to cover all that. So um, we're going to stick to a uh, little bit of a pattern here. So staterooms are broken down into five different types. Uh, interior, ocean view, balcony, junior suite, and suite. Uh, within those, of course, there are different levels and different benefits and things like that that go along with those staterooms depending on the cruise line as well as the ship. Um, so we're going to jump in and talk about these different types of cabins. The first one we're going to talk about is the interior stateroom. So the interior, often referred to as an inside stateroom, um, are typically the least expensive cabins. Um, these cabins, they don't have a window, so there's no natural light coming in. You know, for the most part, they are around the same size as ocean views, but they can uh, be smaller depending on the ship. I know, for example, Norwegian, a lot of their ships the interiors can be much, much smaller than the ocean views. So that's something you want to consider when uh, considering a uh, interior stateroom. I said consider twice. That's funny. Um, as I said earlier, within these types, there are a variety of options depending on the ship. For example, Norwegian Cruise Line has uh, solo staterooms uh, on their breakaway class ships. Now, these are staterooms that are just for solo travelers. They are at a reduced rate, so you do save some money as a solo traveler doing this. Um, they are usually in the same deck as a solo traveler lounge, so it's kind of a um, kind of a cool thing for somebody that is tra- traveling by themselves. The um, they are a little bit smaller, and uh, you know you have to get kind of used to that. But Royal Caribbean, um, they have cabins that are interior, but they have a view of the promenade. So these are usually on the Voyager and uh, Oasis class ships. Um, they overlook the interior promenade, kind of the mall-looking area in the middle of the ship. Um, but I believe they're really considered an interior cabin. Uh, there are times when you may get lucky, and a stateroom is considered a an interior uh, stateroom, but it it's only because it's a fully obstructed view. In this case, you may have a um, lifeboat or some kind of structure in front of it, uh, part of the ship in front of the window, and um, it's interior, but you're getting that natural light. So something uh, that does work out for your benefit sometimes. So there are some pros and there are some cons. So pros to an inside, they are located throughout the ship, so they could you could get a high deck. They're not all on the bottom of the ship, so that, that can be a benefit for you. 
Um, the rooms get very dark, so they're great for sleeping. Uh, I kind of like it, but uh, you know, it is something you have to get used to. But uh, it is really nice. You, you know, you shut off the lights. It's pitch black, and you can sleep pretty well. It's perfect for the for a budget um, and a mindset of just getting on the ship. I just want to sail. Um, I don't really care where I sleep. I'm not going to be in the cabin. I just want to sail. So it's a great way to to, to do that. Some of the cons is there there is no natural light coming in, so it can get a little claustrophobic, claustrophobic for some. Um, they are at times smaller than ocean views. So again, it goes back to having to think about which what's more important, you know, the stateroom or just hang just being on the ship. So that is the uh, interior staterooms. Next up are the ocean view staterooms. Um, for most people, this would be the ideal choice uh, if the interior is just not your thing. Um, the ocean views will have a window. It could be a picture window. It could be a porthole. could be a couple of portholes. Um, these are typically a little bit bigger than the interior. At least they feel that way. Um, for the most part, the amenities are the same as the interior, but these cabins are often uh, on lower decks. For example, Carnival, if you go on one of the Carnival ships, most of the ships, the ocean views are on deck one and two. Um, you will find a variety of these as well. On the Carnival Elation, uh, they added staterooms in 2017 that uh, have floor-to-ceiling windows. Uh, these are located towards the front of the ship, and they kind of angle, um, but you have a ton of natural light coming into those rooms. Um, the Dream and Vista class ships on Carnival have deluxe ocean view cabins. Um, these have a split bathroom. So you have a sink uh, with the tub and shower in one, and then you have a shower and toilet in the other bathroom. Um, these are great for families uh, that, you know, you, you know, you're trying to get ready for dinner and there's, you know, uh, you know three or four people in that cabin. It's going to make it a lot easier for you. Some of the pros of an ocean view cabin, uh, the stateroom has a window allowing all that natural light to come in and, of course, giving you a view of the ocean. Sometimes they're a little larger uh, than the interior. Um, you know, if not in size, they feel that way, just like any room. If it, there's natural light coming in, it's going to feel bigger. So the cons. Uh, location be, can be on lower decks. Uh, if you want to be higher but want light, a balcony might be a better uh, a better option for you. Price can be higher than interior, but not usually by much. So depending on the ship, you might have a ship that has uh, that's majority balconies. Um, then not a lot of ocean views, not a lot of interiors. Um, those between the interior and ocean view, there's not going to be a whole lot of difference typically. Uh, just depending on the ship and the, and the cruise line. So uh, that's something you would want to uh, consider when we're talking about the choice in cabins. Next up are balcony staterooms. Now, balconies are the most popular stateroom you'll find on a cruise ship. Uh, all the new ships are built with the largest percentage of the staterooms having a balcony. Uh, these staterooms have a door out to the balcony. Um, usually with chairs and sometimes a table and maybe even some loungers depending on the size of the balcony. Uh, this allows you to get some fresh sea air without you know having to go uh, upstairs or downstairs or wherever to go out on deck to get uh, to get that air. 
Um, another great feature is if you're traveling with friends or family um, that are in an adjacent stateroom, a lot of times you can take the dividers out. Well, the, the cabin steward can take the dividers out and you can combine your, uh, your balcony. So that's a really nice feature to have. Um, they're mostly located on the higher decks and um, can be in the very back, they can be in the side, they can even be on the front. Um, now the only, the only ship I can think about offhand where I've seen the ones in the front are in the Regal Princess. Um, there's not any area for you just to go to hang out on the front of the ship and then because there are staterooms there and those are, um, those are balconies. Personally, I want to try one in the very back of the ship. Um, the reason I want that is because you can sit out there, have your cup of coffee in the morning, and watch the wake of the ship. Uh, that's an outstanding way to start your day, uh, especially on a sea day. Um, the variety in balconies range quite a bit. Uh, there are wraparound balconies and extended balconies on some of the newer carnival ships. So, for example, uh, in the very back of the ship, you have one that wraps around the side to the back, and then that's on the corners, and then you have extended balconies that, that uh, jet out from there. Um, you know, going back to taking those dividers out, getting those cabins can really... Uh, in a group can be really a really great way to go. The Oasis class ships on Royal Caribbean, those have balconies that face interior over either Central Park or the boardwalk. Um, Carnival and Disney have created cove balconies. Um, I don't think Disney calls them cove balconies, but Carnival does. And these are basically a cutout of the hall. Uh, so when you walk out on the balcony, you have a large, um, it's a really lo very large uh, cutout, uh, oval-shaped cutout. And uh, on Carnival, a lot of these, actually I think all these cabins are down on deck too. So you have that view um, of the ocean pretty much right up close. So that's really nice to have. Um, so those are some of the varieties that you'll have on the balconies. And there's others depending on the ship and the uh, the cruise line. Um, one thing you want to do is go to, uh, next time you're on YouTube, go to my channel, Freedom to Roam Travel, and check out the balcony tour uh, from the Carnival Glory. So don't forget to check that out next time you are surfing YouTube. Um, some of the pros. You can sit outside in your private balcony, uh, enjoying fresh air and even uh, a drink or room service. So that's that's kind of nice to be able to sit out there and enjoy the, uh, uh, the sound of the ocean and the and the fresh sea air. Um, these cabins tend to be larger than the ocean views uh, or the interior, not by much, but typically they are a little bit larger. Um, the price can be higher. Uh, by a little so that that's that's the con a uh, little bit higher depending on the ship itself so for example if you have something like um the let, let's say the mariner excuse me, not mariner of the seas the uh, harmony of the seas or you know oasis of the seas from royal caribbean there are tons of balconies on that ship um so the difference between an ocean view and a balcony may not be very much uh, but when you get into something like the Carnival Elation or one of the Fantasy class ships or maybe even Royal Caribbean's Brilliance of the Seas, that Radiance class ship, there's not many balconies on those ships. So what happens is there's a bigger price difference between that ocean view and the balcony. 
So when we're talking about that, we're going to look at the type of ship and see, you know, where you, uh, where your budget fits and what you're looking for. So a step up from the balcony staterooms are junior suites. Um, these are larger staterooms uh, with upgraded features, typically a larger bathroom or storage space. Um, most will have a fridge. Uh, some will have a mini bar. These cabins have a balcony, uh, usually larger than the, the uh, regular balcony staterooms. And the stateroom itself is larger, uh, which you're going to find, I mean, you expect that, you know, with suite in the name. Um, but it's going to have usually your sleeping area, you're going to have a sitting area, but it's a dedicated sitting area instead of just a couch, you know, to the left of the bed. <laughs> um, you, of course, have your balcony, but between the sitting area and the sleeping area, you typically will have a curtain uh, or something dividing it. Uh, most of the time, it's a curtain that can be open and closed uh, depending on what you're looking for. Um, some of the pros to this is going to be more space for storage uh, and in having the sitting area, a large, larger balcony, um, and it's great for families. So it's going to give you more room, more room to spread out, especially if you have four people. Uh, it's going to be a lot more comfortable uh, having that sitting area and having that, that wider open space. The cons... You know, th this is going to be a jump in price, and whether it be uh, on Carnival, Royal Caribbean, Disney, Princess, Celebrity, whoever it may be, it's going to be a big difference in price because you are going into that uh, suite category. Um, I know that on some of the cruise lines, you do get additional benefits in the junior suite, like priority embarkation and things like that. So that is uh, something we'll you know we'll make sure you're aware of before you uh, before you board. Now the top of the line uh, staterooms are usually these suites. Um, now these can range um, in just a larger room to a stateroom that has multiple bedrooms uh, as well as a living room. Um, the balconies are much larger and everything is upgraded. Usually you have a you know a couple televisions, um, you have a much bigger bathroom, you have a dressing area, so there's a lot more to it. Um, you also get the benefits, like with Carnival, you get priority embarkation, robes, and more. So, you know, the suite does uh, have its benefits. Now, the cruise lines are really trying to, uh, I think it seems like they're one-upping each other uh, with these suites lately. Uh, Royal Caribbean has their loft suite, which is on the Oasis-class ships at over 1500 square feet and two decks high and offering a balcony that's over 800 square feet just to kind of give you an idea you're usually talking about a balcony stateroom at being less than 200 square feet uh, so that gives you an idea of how big the the, the suite is uh, princess um, they will actually introduce the sky suite on the new sky princess this year uh, it will be located on the top deck with a wraparound balcony where you can dine and even watch the movies under the stars. So you'll be able to sit on your balcony and see the screen. Not only on one side you'll see the ocean, on the other side you'll be able to watch the um, watch the movie that's playing that night. So that's that's going to be really cool. 
Now these are all examples of some of the best suites offered on select ships. You know, some ships will offer multiple types of suites, um, you know, different sizes, different locations, things like that. So the, these are just some of a couple of the, uh, the big suites that you're gonna find on ships. Now there's pros and there's cons. You know, the pros, the options, you know, based on family size, you have some different options, as I mentioned. A much, much, much more space and great for large groups or families. If you're traveling maybe three couples, um, then that can work out depending on the on the, the options. But that is something that a lot of people will do when you have large families. You have uh, three or four kids as well as the parents that can, that can make things a lot more comfortable. Uh, the price, when we're talking about cons, we're talking about the price. Uh, that can be something that can be a little bit high but you know if you're going on vacation this is your one thing you do each year sometimes you know splurging can be a can be a real benefit to you and that depends on the cruise itself uh, if you're doing alaska uh, a suite would be great if you're doing a four-night cruise in the bahamas it may not be worth that money and now there's not as many uh, suites, so you'll have just a small population of suites on a ship. So you have to book them early. Uh, they don't they don't sit there and last very long. I think on Carnival you might see them, but like on Royal, if you want that Royal uh, loft suite, you need to do it you know very early. There's I think there's only a maybe four or five of those, if that many. Um, so that's something you want to consider. So as I said, it gets a little bit more in depth, but you know, with with many of these ships, there are special areas. Uh, with most of the stateroom categories that we discussed uh, on Carnival Vista class, you have the Havana area. There's an area in the back of the ship um, where there are ocean view staterooms as well as balconies and even interior, um, and they even have these cabana uh, staterooms where they have their own little lanai that comes out on the main lanai. That wraps around deck five. Um, you know, then you also have your own pool area up until seven o'clock at night. It's just for those staying in that cabin. Similarly, you know, you have the Haven uh, on Norwegian, or you have MSC Seaside. You have the Yacht Club. So you have specific areas that are that are for um, just for those staying in those those staterooms. Now. Um, Carnival also has something a little bit different. They have their spa cabins. Now, these are all located right next to the spa. Um, believe it or not, it's actually very quiet up there. And, it, you know, you have some spa amenities in the bathroom. You have some additional uh, things that you get with it. You know, some um, treatment areas that you have access to that you wouldn't have access to unless you paid for it. Uh, so you do get some benefits, plus there's a door that goes directly into the spa. So it, it's very convenient and a, you know, a great way to go if you're, if you're one of those people that are really, you enjoy the spa when you go on the ship. So as you can see, uh, staterooms are a pretty big topic and choosing one can be a little challenging. But I've got, sent, I've got four uh, criteria that you can use to help kind of uh, figure out um, what which cabin you, you should choose. Um, location. Where do you want to be on the ship? Uh, do you want to be on the higher decks? Do you care where you're at? 
do you want to be on the very front of the ship and the very back of the ship? Where do you want to be? That's, that's going to be a determining factor. Type of cabin. Uh, do you need a view? Do you want to have that ocean view? Do you want the balcony? Do you need a big, a large suite? Uh, those are, that's part of the criteria that we need to look at. Budget. Uh, how much do you have to spend on this vacation? Uh, are we talking, you know, enough to where you can do a suite? Or are we talking about, I just want to get on the ship. I want the least expensive. I'm going to spend my money while I'm on board. Um, we'll talk about that when we actually look at your cruise. And number four, family size. How many people are going with you? How many people are going to be in that stateroom? Uh, whether it be friendly, family or friends, you know, how many. So those are the, you know, the main four criteria that you're going to look at, not necessarily just in that order, depending on the individual, you know, which order we look at that. So if you have any questions, be sure to let me know. Um, I can definitely help you with any of your cruise travel, my um, special lines and cruises, but I can help you with any travel. Uh, my phone number is 904-534-4318. You can reach me at mike at freedomtoroamtravel.com or you can send me a message on Facebook. Uh, I am, you know, really, I really appreciate everybody listening. I'm getting a lot of lessons, which is awesome. Um, I really didn't expect a lot of people to listen to my podcast because uh, it is just me right now. I do expect to jump in and bring on some you know some additional people hopefully that will be soon and um but i, I want to thank you for for listening and hope you enjoyed it uh, make sure you make some comments and you know send me an email if you have any questions if you have some comments i'd love to hear from you and uh, make sure you check out some you know my uh, social media check out check out uh, facebook check out instagram twitter that's where I'm going to post specials, things that are going on. It's wave season, so specials are coming out uh, quite often, and they're running usually for a month at a time. So, you know, you have a little bit of time to look at, uh, at sailings, and we can, we can definitely save you some money. So, anyway, guys, I am going to sign off. Thank you very much, and you guys have an outstanding week.